Hello fellow Moon Children, this is Moon Child Lee and you are listening to Mind Wanderer Club Podcast. And yet another episode. Yep, I'm fucking rolling nowadays. It's the productive demon in me. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back to Mind Wanderer Club Podcast, a Moon Studio Originals. Before we start, I just want to talk about my journey with this podcast for a bit. Don't worry, it's not that long. So before this version of Mind Wanderer Club happened, originally I had a podcast with the same name going on with at least five episodes already. I can't remember. Anyway, it was a mess. It was posted on SoundCloud and IGTV. I made it out of excitement because, you know, I've been thinking about it for a long time since the first time I discovered that podcasts exist. And the subjects were pretty random and not articulately written. And then I got into a very bad procrastination phase, which probably stemmed from the podcast itself because I was struggling with stuttering from my selective mutism and I thought I can produce an episode every week. Which was a very stupid idea, because not only I'm a pro in procrastination, I'm also a pro in not following a schedule. So yeah. I'm well aware of my procrastination habit, especially when it comes to stuff I found boring and repetitive. Basically just, I just don't give a single shit unless it's stimulating for my brain. Sidetracked? Not gonna delve into my procrastination and commitment problem, but I just want to give a little context as to why I took a break and started anew. So yeah, I inflicted pressure onto myself doing things that is so not me with the scheduling and trying to meet deadlines. I naturally procrastinated to avoid it. Well, that was last year's story. But around May this year, I have this epiphany that I still want to do podcasts. I can see myself still doing it in the future, so I restarted my podcast new, I redid my logos, I think over what is the goal of my show, at which direction Moon Studio is heading, and most importantly, I'm doing my podcast at my own pace. No more schedule, fuck deadlines. I'm actually taking my time now, writing at a pace of a snail, making sure that I stay in topic and most importantly, delivering something that I actually care about. Not that I don't care about the topics I covered on my previous podcast, but this time I make it so it didn't sound like I'm rambling nonsense and going in circles. And no more stuttering. Well, I still do, but it's not that severe to the point of editing won't even save it. I still remember how bad the stuttering was that I had to do at least 10 takes for each episode and the editing was a nightmare. But now I'm slightly worried that I might get down fast from this high and back to procrastinating. Fingers crossed, let's hope it won't happen anytime soon. As soon as I see the sign, I'll slow down and take care of myself. So yeah. The Mind Wanderer Club podcast you are currently listening to now is the second version. I think that is all. See, it's not that a long walk to memory lane, is it? Pretty sure it takes you longer to walk your path. Back to original broadcast. So, for our third episode, I want to talk about my self-discovery. 
I'm still going through it. I don't think it's something that we will ever stop doing, just like learning. It's a lifetime journey. Pretty sure I'm not the only one. Throughout my teen years, I went through massive identity crisis and in my early 20s, I thought I got it already. Like, I knew who the fuck I am now so I can focus on other problems. Nope. Too early. I definitely went through phases where obviously started out from when I was very young. I guess every story I told in this show started from that time. And I didn't notice the signs until now. It's kind of weird to think about it because those phases are what made the person I am today. As a child, I didn't really get to choose my clothes and other gender-related stuff. That's how it usually goes with everyone, right? So. I wore cute and pretty dresses and had my hairstyle in so many ways, but then I got life's problem. This is kind of embarrassing, but I had serious hygiene problem as a child due to negligence. I had my hair cut so short that I look like a boy. Yep. At first I hated it because my homeroom teacher teased me for it, saying I look like a boy, basically calling me a tomboy. For a couple of days, I hid in my class early in the morning under a desk because I didn't want to attend the morning assembly we had every day. I was just a kid. Imagine having the anxiety of other kids looking at me weird and laughing behind my back. I can't remember exactly what happened. I have chunks of memories buried because of trauma, but suddenly I liked looking like a boy. Funny enough, I always liked to play with the boys more than the girls in my class. Again, it was because my abusers were mostly female, so at school I tend to get into fights more with girls than making friends with them. And with boys, I don't have to worry about them judging me. Now I don't have problems making friends with women, I just generally avoid people because of my anxiety. <laughs> so back to the story, I had long hair again for the longest time until I was a teenager. I got back to being a tomboy, although not in appearance, but more in behavior. It was a weird period of time of my teen years. It didn't even last more than a couple years. I don't know what was going on in my head back then. Suddenly. I was into female clothes again, interested in makeup, heels, but when I started college, I discovered that I don't care about the gender of my clothes and what kind of shoes I'm wearing or if I really need to put on makeup when I go out. What I care about is I'm comfortable. Not until last year that I learned I don't need labels on my gender and appearance, and gender is just a spectrum. I just happen to wander around that spectrum, so I identify myself with being non-binary and using they-them pronouns. Since then, I feel so free. The freedom from social constructed norms is the best thing to ever happen to me. As a free spirit person, it's very liberating. The same applies to my sexuality. I used to identify myself as heteroflexible. I thought I'm definitely gonna date and marry a man, spend the rest of my life with a man. But if a girl wants to date me, I wouldn't have mine. I do found women to be subjectively beautiful, like I don't have to be sexually attracted to them to call them pretty or hot. I think I meant it as genuine compliment. But again, the label heteroflexible still didn't feel right to me, so I thought maybe I'm bisexual. It felt like I belonged in that group, but there was still something missing, like that 1% type of missing. You might figure it out by now that I don't care about socially construct labels because in my eyes everyone is just human being like me, a unique specimen with personalities each to their own. So I started to think about trans men or feminine looking men. She, he, they pronouns. I thought, 
Do I care what body parts they have or what their appearance look like? Do I care about their pronouns? I know I don't care about looks. I'm definitely more driven with personality-wise attraction and if that person is collectively regarded as good-looking, I think of it as a bonus. But I never think about their gender before. Basically, I prioritize personality than looks. Then I went through this discovering my sexuality journey for a couple of months. No, I'm not sleeping around. We're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Not saying I would still go if we're not. At some point, I did think maybe I'm pansexual. I believe that is the correct term, but again, it didn't feel right. Having a specific label is so not me. So I say, fuck it. I'm fucking queer. If people ask me, I'll just say I'm a part of LGBTQIA+. If I'm lazier, I'll simply say I'm gay. For a second, I even thought if I was a romantic or and or asexual. Because, you know, being single for so long. But fuck no. <laughs> I'm a fucking horn dog. There is no way I'm asexual. Cringy but secretly loving it. Don't judge me for being soft. I'm just precious, okay? If people genuinely want to get to know me, they can get to know me. But if they're asking only to silently ridicule my identity, my existence, they can kiss my rainbow ass. This is not a hate speech to the default gender people. I know that we have a huge group of LGBTQIA plus ally out there, and we're grateful for them. But we gotta fight the bigotry and queerphobia ourselves too. There are times when we have to use our own voices to make impacts. Again, it feels great to escape from labeling myself just to satisfy someone else's curiosity. Is this like a coming out episode? I mean, I don't even like the concept of coming out. I know it means a lot to others, but I don't like the implication of coming out of the closet means. It shouldn't be a secret. Sexuality should be our privacy, and the general acknowledgement of it is just to let people know that Hey, I like same-sex person or anyone across the spectrum. Just letting you guys know so you can ask me for a date or something, if you are interested. And that's it. It shouldn't be anybody's business to criticize it. Of course, coming out is something that naturally relate with LGBTQIA+, and how scary it can be. Saying that, even I haven't come out to my family yet. My sisters knew, a couple of my friends, those who followed me on my personal social media, and now you guys. But does coming out scares me? As much as I think it won't affect me, I still think that depends on people's reaction. It will affect my situation and relationship with the sad people I came out to. I might end up being kicked out, disowned, anything can happen. But I would definitely not let it screw up my life. I didn't need other people's approval to be me. I know this is kind of straying from the main topic of today's podcast and the main character. It's me, I'm the main character. But I don't think there is a better time to say this than now. Coincidentally, on Pride Month. I know it's not easy to present ourselves as who we are at our most comfortable state of existence. Even here, LGBTQIA is still a community that is frowned upon. Just because we have allies here, there are still people who think that we should just keep it to ourselves and not flaunt it around. You know, like, we don't care, you're gay, just don't shove it to our face type of people. And there is also those who said they respect us, but they still not gonna support us because it's against their religion. I'm not even gonna argue about that. 
These two type of people that I mentioned don't know how harmful that sort of thinking is, more than being queerphobic, because there is no way queer people can rely on them for safety. Respect can't save us from discrimination and hate crimes. Them not caring about our community is no better because they should care. The LGBTQI plus community will never stop being a target of discrimination because nobody is helping us to inform others that our community is nothing special, nothing dangerous. We're just as harmless and we are more likely to become victims. If a family member of mine nonchalantly listened to me talk about things that has possibilities of not affecting me despite of being a part of queer community, Sad to say, I don't think I can trust them with anything, because again, I won't be affected. But, but how about my friends and future children, and they came out as part of LGBTQIA+. There are still chances for them to be affected, if not more than I am. And who's gonna protect them when I'm not there? Can I trust my family members who had the history of not being serious about, me, about it with me? I don't want them to support me because I'm a family member, I'm someone they care about. That is not enough. It's not the same as supporting someone who has hyperfixation on toys for the rest of their life. It's about supporting and acknowledging someone's existence for the rest of their life. It's about protecting them with or without familial connection. This is why it's harmful for us, how unsafe it is. And you can't come to me and worry more about me sinning than about my entire life living in hell on earth that you are a part of creating. If there is a safe place for people like me, I would go there in a heartbeat. I won't even bother packing. I'll fucking leave if it means I won't have to worry about my human rights being violated and being harassed simply because I'm gay. If you think I deserve anything bad happening to me simply because of my sexuality, you're a bad person. This is not guilt tripping. Any human with basic decency and moral will know that. There, I said my peace. There is no such thing as gay agenda. There is no conspiracy to turn the society into rebels and menaces. If your child came out as gay and you blame our community, then you are a shitty parent. You're a shitty parent for not accepting your child and rather want them to be who you want them to be. Your child is not your mini-me. They are a completely different human being with their own personality, capable of thinking for themselves. If they made a mistake, well, that is a part of life. Don't blame it on others. Don't expect them to be grateful for being alive when you're the one who decided to have them. They don't have a say if they want to be born or not. So if they are suffering, you should be with them and give them the support they need, not turn against them. Take responsibility of your decision. And now I'm officially straying from the original topic. I didn't mean it to be this serious, this is supposed to be lighthearted and ends with a good note of how I wanna keep walking through this journey of life and discovering more about myself, you know, those cheesy things people would say about life. And yet here I am getting sucked into the deep vortex of how suck humanity can be. I'm living in a society, and that society decided to fuck me in the ass and called it the experience of life, with rainbow and glitters and shit. A Pisces would definitely say this. I am Pisces. I gotta make this into a quote, put it on a fucking t-shirt or something, and you guys better wear it. And oh, the credit is mine. It's not original, but it came out of my mouth, so... <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to today's episode on me rambling shit into the black hole again. 
if you have a comment you guys can leave a voice message on my anchor page or you can reach out to Moon Studio Instagram, Twitter, or email. You can find all the links on our website. It's there on the podcast bio. Uh, before I forgot, Mind Wanderer Club podcast is available on Google Podcasts now. Yep, you heard me right. And our, our YouTube channel is finally up too. So you guys can check all of those in the link somewhere. You know where. Anyway, that will be all from me. Happy Pride Month. Be gay, stay gay, and most importantly, fight homophobes with an axe. Metaphorically speaking, of course. Until next time, 